the end of the service, there's going to be a basket at the end, at the bottom, at the back of the room. And if you feel led to, you know, put something in there, thank you, Jesus. Right now, we're trying to raise $1,500 for them. That's going to allow us to get some really reasonable chairs, um, pay the pay the rent, all and all the utilities. Amen. And uh, some of the resources that we need for the children's church and stuff like that. Amen. And then after that, I think. You know, uh, you know. It obviously, we won't have to have that every month, but God's doing great things, amen? And some of y'all, when my wife finally uh, hears from God, some of y'all are going to go with me over there in Jesus' name, amen? And so y'all be praying for her. Maybe she'll get sick of me enough to where she'll let me go. I don't know, but anyways... So let's give the Lord a hand praise for Pakistan this morning. I want to share with you real quick a few things that are coming up. And I'm going to share these announcements. First of all, immediately after this service, there is a church potluck. And uh, I'm not going to preach too long today, but we're going to get together. Uh, we'll kind of dismiss and then uh, come back together let them set up 15 minutes and then also um praise the lord tonight is our our minister licensing service and we're gonna have i believe we're, i feel like we're gonna have a holy ghost party in here maybe that's why god's kind of you know got us calm this morning amen i believe something's gonna break loose tonight so make sure you're there. Starts at 5, prayers at 4.30. And uh, I'm, I asked Pastor Anthony Anderson from Dallas to preach. And then Pastor Don. And, uh, and I will also be here for the ceremony. Amen. And this is one of many. We'll have another one in uh, next quarter in three months. Amen. And uh, also next... Uh, next or excuse me, yeah, next weekend, next Sunday, we're going to do the Lord's Supper. So we'll have a, a Lord's Supper next Sunday. And uh, the following week on October 8th, do you have that up there? There we go, baby dedication. And then uh, I guess the Pastor's Appreciation Day, and they're going to, Zachariah and them are doing something in regards to that. But anyway, let the people know about the baby dedication don't want to miss that uh october 14th will be our men's prayer breakfast we got any men in the house amen, amen. praise the lord oh we got a few come on we got any men in the house we had a wonderful time last time i did i was blessed had good testimony brother uh Brother Ted brought a good word, and we had some good worship and some good food, real good food. And uh, so that'll be on the 14th, October 22nd. We're going to have our uh, Hallelujah Harvest. That's a, our fall festival. And um, we're going to need you need all to participate and serve in that. That's a, amen, a church outreach. And so I'm going to have a meeting we're going to have a sign-up sheet ahead of time. Those that want to sign up to serve, 
and then we're going to have a meeting to discuss exactly what it means in order what you're committing to to serve amen because usually if you're going to serve here amen you're the first one to be there you're the last one to leave and um, that's what we need amen we don't rely completely on the homes to to, to do a, a church function if you are committed to this as your church your home church this is your family well then it's your responsibility too to participate in that we're doing an outreach for the for the church it's a church outreach amen and so october 22nd that'll be a sunday evening we will or afternoon we will do our outreach it's going to be you know over there where we had the other one the other one went real well you know but we have some areas to fine-tune and so we're going to have a meeting and i believe it's going to be on a thursday night where we are going to discuss that. September 30th, somebody say September 30th. Under the bridge, that is next Saturday. And we will be going over there to minister. We're gonna minister through giving out clothes. We're gonna minister through, uh, we're gonna minister through uh, feeding and we're gonna minister through worship and the word. I believe we have the word, is that right that day? So we're gonna we're gonna bring the worship and the word so clear your schedule on september 30th 8 30 a.m in tyler texas under the bridge and it's literally under the bridge amen and then our classes we won't have any class uh tonight because we have our service but we will pick back those up and then of course monday we will have our get connected now i want to share something with you i am working on uh on a uh on, I'm working on uh, getting ready to teach a, a, a class that's going to be really awesome and it's going to be what is your kryptonite amen and that will actually begin to uh, go forth when we finish these uh, financial and relationship class so you will be teaching that so you don't want to miss that amen because it's speaking about something that is really really uh, vital and current it's you know current to what's going on right now amen so you know I know it's a sacrifice it's Sunday evening but you, you don't want to miss that class amen amen what is your kryptonite and helps ministries it's gone real well I really appreciate all y'all it's been a real blessing every time amen they've all three of them have been a blessing this week is your pulpit ministry, your elders, your deacons. And so that'll be this Thursday, but they've all gone great. They've all gone real well. So with that, is there anything else, son? All right. So we're going to go ahead and get ready for our, our, our message. I won't be before you long, but I wanted to get that out of the way. Let's go ahead and go to the book of Matthew once again. And chapter 20 of Matthew real quick. And we're talking about a series on servanthood. Amen. Servanthood. And I believe that uh, this is God-led. It's something that the Spirit of God is wanting, speaking to us here at Victory Life right now. You know, I've kind of done a few different series. And, and God is preparing us for this next move. He's preparing us. For this next season he's preparing us for this next level of what he is wanting to do amen 
He's beginning to get his house in order. Amen. In preparation for the harvest of souls that will come into the kingdom of God and into Victory Life Church of East Texas. And so we've been speaking different things. And the first thing he began to speak about uh, was unity. And then he began to speak, uh, you know, about some other areas as well. And, 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 I, and talking about influence and influence in the community and influence in your life and all these things, if y'all recall. And now I believe he's talking about and speaking about servanthood. As we're getting prepared, as we're getting ready, amen, to receive the people that God brings through these doors, as we're preparing not to allow the net to break. Amen. And I think a key portion, a key factor in each and every one of our lives in order to be ready because it's not just one person it's us amen it's the body of christ it's amen it's 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 the church of jesus christ we begin to do it on a personal level and then it begins to manifest on a corporate level are y'all with me each and everything we do it on a personal level and then guess what it manifests on a corporate level we begin to do it in our lives, and then it begins to manifest, amen, and affect everybody else's lives. Are y'all with me? So I want to talk to you about this real quick. I'm not going to be before you too long. Matthew chapter 20 and verse 26, if you have it, say amen. And the word of God reads, it is not this way among you, but whoever wishes to become great. Now I'm going to tell you right now, God has called you to greatness. You thought he just saved you so you could miss hell. You thought he just saved you so that you could get off drugs or you could no longer uh, be consumed by self or you could, you know, whatever it may be. You just thought whatever you thought. But I'm going to tell you why he saved you so that you could become great. So that you could become great. You don't want to miss this. You don't want to sleep through this. He said, whoever wishes to become great, and I'm going to tell you, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be great. I want to be great. I want to be the best at what I do. I want to be the most effective with my time, with my resources, with my talents. I want to be great. So it's okay to want to be great. Amen. But he says, whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you, look at that, shall be your slave. And just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for who? For many. In other words, there's many people that are going to be blessed because of you giving your life. There's many people that will enter into the kingdom of God, amen, that will have eternal life because of you. You know, the enemy tries to tell you that you labor in vain. 
Well, if you're laboring for yourself, you might be laboring in vain. But if you're laboring for the kingdom of God, now you might be storing up some treasures in heaven. If you're looking for all your treasures right here, you might be missing it. You might be getting your reward in heaven. But in heaven is where it lasts for eternity anyways. Everything else here will, are y'all willing? Moth and rust will destroy. Or it'll be burnt up. But to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Go to the next verse. And as they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And two blind men sitting by the road, hearing that Jesus was passing by, cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. Let me pray, and we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just pray, God, that your anointing be upon this service, be upon this message today, God. And help, God, us grab something that just pricks our heart, God, that we can apply. Amen. We can be effective. Father God, forgive us for our sins. And have your way this morning, God. Speak to us, Lord. Let me decrease as you increase in this house today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Praise, amen. I'm going to talk to you today about something. Is My topic is, are you becoming a servant or a superstar? Are you becoming a servant? Are you becoming a superstar? Now, we all agreed for the most part that we want to do something great. We want to become something great. But the question is, how are we going to get to this place of becoming great? And not only how are we going to get there, but what is our reason for wanting to get there? Is our reason for wanting to get there so that we can be the most effective servant of the Lord possible? Or is our reason for wanting to get there, amen, so that we can be a superstar, amen, and fulfill all the desires of our flesh and our wants here on this earth? Is it so that Jesus can be glorified in the earth? Or is it so that we can make our name great here in this earth? The question is, amen, am I becoming a servant or am I becoming a superstar? Do I want to be great so that I can be effective in the kingdom of God and impact eternity? Or do I want to be great so that I, amen, can begin to be recognized? Becoming a servant or a superstar. And we've started this series on servanthood. And this is in preparation for what God is wanting to do in our lives. And this, I believe, is the key to us being the most effective in this next season, in this next level. This has got to be an attitude that we take on. It's got to be a mindset that we take on. It's got to be a motivating factor of what we take on in our lives. So I begin to speak to you all briefly before... 
concerning servanthood. And I want to recap on that real quick. And, you know, we had spoke about Moses. And, and the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that Moses, amen, was known as, amen, uh, the greatest servant in all of his house. Moses was known for his servanthood. And one of the reasons why is because Moses, amen, was faithful like no other. See, in order for us to be effective as servants of the Lord, amen, we've got to begin to learn to be faithful. We've got to be faithful with what God has already given us so that we can be trusted with what God is wanting to give us. We've got to be faithful with this, amen, body that God has given us, with this group of believers, with this church building, with this life, with these talents, with these resources, in order for us, amen, to be able to be ready to receive what God has for our lives. See, Moses was effective and he was known as a great servant because he was faithful. Faithfulness is crucial, it's key, amen, in the life of a believer. I shared the scripture with you, amen, and, and when we're crossing through and we're sitting there at the beam of judgment, at the judgment seat of Christ, amen, the question is, are we going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant? There's that word faithful, and there's that word servant, There's two things that we have to do. We, first of all, we've got to become a servant of the Lord. He didn't say, well done, superstar. Well done, super spiritual. Well done, amen, a music star. Hello? He said, well done, good and faithful servant. See, it starts off with being faithful. Are y'all with me today? You need some faithfulness in your life. And I began to share those three characteristics that were important in the life of a, a servant. And number one was faithfulness. Number two was servanthood. And number three was a provider. In other words, you provide for your family. You provide for your home. You provide for your church. Are y'all with me today? And I began to share with you what does it mean to embrace the quality of, of a servant. And a true servant leader, I said, was this. It's one that puts others ahead of his own agenda. It's one that puts himself above his own agenda. In other words, is your agenda most important or is somebody else's agenda most important? Is God's agenda most important or is your agenda? Is your plans for your life the most important or is God's plan for your life the most important? Are y'all with me today? You've got to put others before your agenda. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to serve in the kingdom of God... You've got to have God's plans first. You need to be saying, not thy will be done, not my will be done, but your will be done. 
on earth as it is in heaven. I'm going to share this with you today because really, realistically, when we go to that beam of judgment, when we go to that judgment, a seat of Christ, you want to know what we're going to be judged on as Christians? It's not for your past sins. It's not for that. It's going to be based on what you did with the life that God gave you according to his will or your will. Did you do with what your life with what God said or did you do with what your life with what you said? So if you want to be an effective servant, if you want to be a faithful servant of the Lord, you have to begin to put the agenda of God before your agenda. See, the life of a Christian, amen, is sacrifice. Putting God's plans before your, and how many of you know so many people don't do that? And they struggle, and they don't have fulfillment, amen? And they don't ever walk in the fullness of what God has for their life. They may have some happiness for a moment, but the fulfillment of the Lord, amen, because they're walking out and their full purpose is not there. So you've got to put others ahead of your agenda, And I share with you that you have to possess the confidence to serve. It takes being confident in yourself in order to serve other people. If you're insecure, amen, you won't serve people because you might think that they'll use it against you and make you be belittled. I share with you the example of Jesus washing the disciples' feet. See, it, it took Jesus knowing who he was. He was the son of God. He was the son of man. Amen. And as a result, he could be confident in serving and washing the disciples' feet. If we're not secure, we won't serve. We've got to be secure in who we are. We've got to possess confidence to serve. Because it's putting others before us and it's putting ourselves in a position, amen, where we're there, amen, and humbling ourselves to take care of them. See, a lot of people like the spotlight. A lot of people like it. If they're they're in the spotlight, they'll serve. But how many of y'all know if they're not in the spotlight, if there isn't any uh, immediate gratification or look at me or look within or there's a pat on the back, a lot of people won't do nothing. If there's not a motivation of what they're going to get out of it or how they're going to get recognized, amen, or, or, or you know what I'm saying? They won't do it. If it's not getting brownie points with the pastors or the leaders or or getting them a position or recognition, but you got to have confidence, amen, because how you treat others is really a reflection of how we think of ourselves. And so only secure leaders and people and Christians give power to others. Amen. If you're not secure with you and who you are in Christ, it's going to be tough for you to serve because you are giving the other person the power when you're serving them. Are you all with me today? 
And a servant of God is one that initiates service to others. They don't have to be told. They don't have to be asked. They don't have, you know what I'm saying? We don't got to beg you to come and be a part of something. We don't have to convince you of why you should give up your football game. Are you with me? And a true servant of God is not position conscience. In other words, they don't focus on rank or position, right? But a true servant of God serves out of love. But what I want to talk to you about today is becoming a servant or a superstar. One thing that you've got to realize today is, first of all, shepherds are called to minister to people. And in order to be an effective shepherd or in order to be an effective leader or in order to be an effective person that helps people, and all of us should desire this. All of us should want to be a blessing to others. All of us should try to be reaching people, amen, for the kingdom of God. But shepherds are called to minister to people, amen. And, and so if you're going to be a, a, a shepherd, you're going to be a leader, you uh, have got to be a servant and not a superstar. And the servant's number one desire is that someone, I mean, excuse me, the superstars, listen to this, number one desire is that somebody will minister to them. Is that somebody will minister to them. And the superstar is always wanting somebody to to wait upon them, amen. I want to share with you real quick a scripture and it's okay, you, it's okay, you need to serve, you need to serve your leaders, you need to serve your pastors, you need to serve the people, amen. Are you with me? But it really, we ought to be looking for an opportunity how we can serve others. Instead of us always wanting to be ministered to, we ought to be wanting to minister to other people. You shouldn't be looking for who's going to minister to you. You should be looking for who are you going to minister to. Are you with me today? See, that's the difference between a a servant and a superstar. We're looking for who we can minister to. And through that, when we minister to them, guess what? They probably want to come back and bless us and minister to us. It's like this, when you walk into the house of God, are you walking into here so that Jesus can minister to you? Are you walking in here so that you can begin to come in and give up your, give your worship to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, amen. Are you coming in here just to receive? Are you coming in here to give? Because we came here to worship God. And through that, God takes care of us and he begins to minister to us. As love begins to respond to love, it says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You begin to come in here, amen, to seek him. You begin to come in here to worship him. You begin to come in here to glorify him. 
And he begins to fill you up. And he begins to bless you. And he begins to give you revelation. But if you're coming in here just to receive the blessing and the revelation and for him to minister to you, you're coming here for the wrong reasons. This is a house of prayer. This is a house of worship. We didn't come here to worship you. We came here to worship God. Through praise. What are we praising? Jesus. Mark chapter 10, verse 42, real quick. If you'll put it up on the screen. We're going to do 42 and 44 through 44. He says, calling them to himself, Jesus said to them, you know that those who are recognized as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And their great men exercise authority over them. But it is not this way among you. Now, I want you to realize this right now because if you are, are actually in your Bible, you begin to realize... Um, Verse 42, right? This is red letters. He says, but, verse 40, 43, but it is not this way among you. He says, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. Next verse. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be slave of all. Whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you shall be slave of all. You know the scripture where he says, amen, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. When you put yourself last, amen, and you begin to put yourself, amen, at a position of being a servant of all, God will begin to raise you up. When you begin to put yourself, amen, as slave to all, God will make you great. When you begin to empty yourself and give of your life, amen, as a ransom for many, God will begin to use you and bless your life. See, I'm going to tell you right now, Jesus gave his life as a ransom, amen, so that many could be affected. But how many of y'all know, guess what? Now Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father, amen, and every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. But he made himself a servant. He gave his life as a ransom. You can live this life for you or you can live this life, amen, for God. You make your choice. If you're living this life for you, you're going to only get what you can get. If you're living your life for God, you're going to get what God can get. And God owns, a, amen, cattle on a thousand hills. He owns everything in this earth and heaven. That's why he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything shall be added unto you. But how many of y'all know the superstar is not willing to serve? Amen. The superstar is only concerned about himself and he steps on others' feet 
to get where he wants to go. That sounds like a, a drug addict mentality right there. That's that old nature. You know, you're climbing the ladder and you're pulling people down as you're going. God has a solution for you. He has a way to humble you. He giveth and he take away. But true shepherds are those who serve the people. And not just serve them for any reason. They don't serve them just so they can get a position. Hello. But they're people who are content to serve in obscurity. And the reason why I'm going to tell you why is because they know that the promotion comes from God. So you've got to know who the, who's the one that's given the promotions. You've got to know who the one is that can raise you up. You've got to know the one that can make your, who can make your name great. He told Abraham, I'm going to make your name great upon all the nations. The whole earth. He's the one that can give you favor. He's the one that can bless you. He's the one that can, you know what I'm saying, take you from nothing and, and turn you into something. Hello, he's, oh, my Lord. So a servant's one that's not looking for a position. A superstar is always trying to promote himself and sees himself as being more important than others. But a superstar tries to belittle others in order to make himself look better. Hello. And is always looking for somebody to hold his ladder while he climbs up. But a true shepherd is one who serves the people and understands spiritual authority. A true shepherd never contends with his leaders but rather is submissive to God's delegated authority amen and the superstar wants to do it his way in his time and is rebellious against anyone who tries to tell him what to do in other words if you are a servant you're going to look to be submissive if you're walking in the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost is looking for an opportunity to submit The Holy Ghost is, you know, in complete submission to the Father, in complete submission to the will of God, in complete, in complete submission to the, the authority that's delegated. Are you all with me today? And it's delegated by God. And so if, if you're doing it because it's about you, then you're going to want to do it your way and your time, and you're going to be rebellious against anyone who tries to tell you what to do. In other words, nobody can tell you nothing. You're not willing to have any kind of accountability. You're not willing to have any kind of covering. You're not willing to let anybody speak into your life. Are you with me? It's because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. God is good, amen? And a true shepherd is one who serves the people. 
and has a heart after God. I'm going to share with you out of Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 14. If you'll go there real quick, we're going to look at 14 and 15, and I'm not going to be before you too much longer. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 14. He says, return, O faithless son, declare the Lord, for I am a master to you. And I will take you one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Next verse. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you in knowledge on knowledge and understanding. Go to the next verse. And it shall be in those days when you are multiplied and increased in the land, declares the Lord. They will no longer say the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Next verse. And it will not come to mind, nor will they remember it, nor will they miss it, nor will it be made again. I'm going to stop right there. But he says, I'll give you shepherds after my own heart. See, a servant's one that has a heart after God. You know, even David, in the midst of his challenges and his mistakes and his shortcomings, he was known as a man after God's heart. And so a, a, a servant is one who invests his time in the ministry rather than selfish pleasures or comforts. In, amen. And, and a servant is one that makes time for God and is, is eaten up with zeal for God's church and is a prayer intercessor. Amen. Amen. But a superstar's life is filled with things to feed his ego and he doesn't have a consistent relationship with God. Because a superstar is one that only has time for himself. And he gives only the leftover time to God. So my question today, what are you giving to God? Are you giving him the leftovers? Are you just giving him the, amen, what's left after you've done everything you want to do? Or are you giving him your whole life? Jesus made his life a ransom, amen? And so the true shepherd serves the people, and they're not motivated by a need to have their back padded, amen, but is always trying to decrease so that Christ can increase. I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward, and I'm going to read to you a scripture in John, real quick, chapter 3. In verse 25. He says, therefore, there arose a discussion on the part of John's disciples with a Jew about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. You yourselves are my witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent ahead of him. And he who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made full. Next verse. Look at what it says right here. It says, he must increase, 
but I must decrease. I'm going to stop right there. In other words, a servant, amen, is always trying to decrease so that Christ can increase. He's constantly checking his motives. You can start playing, son. He's constantly checking his motives to make sure he doesn't fall into the, the pride trap. And it is his joy to be doing everything as unto God. Because God is his reward. What kind of reward are you looking for today? Amen. But a superstar is one that has a need to constantly be recognized and applauded. (laughs) And he's one that says, you know what? You better use me or you're going to lose me. That's what a superstar says. They're not using me there. If you don't use me, I'm going to go somewhere else. (laughs) I've got talents. I've got gifts. I've got ability. I'm worth more than this. And if he's not noticed and praised enough, he won't stay around for long. But he'll go somewhere where he can be exalted. Because he tried to increase himself. But how many of y'all know when you begin to increase yourself, you know what God is forced to do? He's obligated to decrease you. But when you begin to decrease yourself and let God begin to increase, he'll begin to raise you up. You've got to develop the heart of a servant. You've got to want to serve God's people. You've got to want, amen, and, and, and where there's no limelight, where there's no notice, there's no back padding, there's no, nothing like that, man. You know, the people that are behind the scenes. And sometimes God will let you uh, begin to be in a situation where you have an opportunity to serve, but it is behind the scenes. Because he wants to see if you're willing to actually do it. Are you doing this just for recognition? Are you doing this because you love me, amen, and you want to bless me and see my kingdom go forward and see people blessed and reached, amen? Because somebody that is just wanting, amen, if it's all about them, they won't serve when there's no limelight. They won't serve when there's nothing benefiting them. They won't get up and do nothing. They'll say they want to serve, but they won't do it. Unless it's something that they feel like is fitting for their qualifications. But God is looking for some people that will just serve no matter what. Just, I just want to be used, God. I just want to be a blessing. Amen. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how it is. Whatever you want, God, I'll do it. Because I know I'm serving you. And I know, God, that if this is what's going to bless you, if this is what's going to bless the kingdom of God going forth, well, thank you, Jesus. 
if this is what's going to begin to uh, glorify your name, if this is what's going to begin to exalt you, if this is what's going to reach more souls, if this is what is, is needed, God, I will do it. You know, a lot of times we get that, we, you know, if we find ourselves saying, what am, I, what, am I, what am I benefiting from this? Right there, that's a red flag. If you're measuring and weighing what you do based on what you're going to get, amen, you're, you're out of balance. You're not serving God, you're serving yourself. let you be put in a situation where the only opportunity you'll have to serve is in a way that's not in the limelight because he'll check your heart God is good amen so we ask ourselves today we check our own hearts we check our own motives and we say am I becoming a servant or am I becoming a superstar and we got to examine ourselves we gotta look amen check ourselves and one thing I want you to realize today is that a a shepherd will mold people to become like himself in other words people will follow his or her example and so leaders if we want a church and we want a house that serves we've got to start to serve if we want people that pray we've got to be praying if we want people that praise amen the Lord we've got to praise God ourselves if we want people that worship we've got to worship amen if we want people that serve amen we can't sit there and just talk about everything that's not done and this and that we need to get in there and do it Jesus talk about everything that wasn't done you saw Jesus get in there and do it because a serving shepherd will produce people who serve amen and a loving shepherd will produce people who love and I'm going to tell you to stand to your feet as God is preparing this body this core group amen these people as God is preparing these people right now, us to receive the harvest, amen, us, he's, he's preparing us, amen, to receive these people that are coming, and what are we going to produce in these people, because it's not just, it's not just my job, it's not just, amen, uh, you know, it's all of our job, because we are going to be the ones that affect these people, everybody in this room, amen. And I want, I, we, ought to, we, want to, we want to produce people that serve. We want to be a church that serves, that serves their community, that serves their family, that serves, amen, you know. We produce after our own kind. Let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today in the name of Jesus.
And Lord, we ask you, God, to help us. Give us a servant's heart, Lord. Father, I know that I prayed and asked you to help me love, Lord, even more and on a greater level. And Lord, I know you did it. Lord, you've helped me to love in a way like I've never loved before, Father. And I thank you for that, God. I know it's just you. It's just supernatural. But Father, we're coming to you today with that same request. But help us develop a heart of service where we serve our wives, we serve our husbands, we serve our families, we serve our friends, we serve our church, we serve our neighbors. Father, you are worthy, Jesus. Lord, I pray, God, that you raise up servants, not superstars. Father, let us, let us have that. Give us that heart today, God, to go above and beyond, Lord God, to be looking for opportunities, God, to serve. Looking for opportunities to serve one another. Looking for opportunities to bless one another. Looking for opportunities to invest in one another. Help us, God. We're calling upon you today, Jesus. I know that this is the ingredient, God, that is going to help us, God, go to the next level. And Father, I know that I'm completely responsible, amen, for the fruit that's produced in this house. So Father, start in my heart first, God, and then in their hearts too, Lord God, so that we can raise up and produce those servants, Lord, of your people, those who give their life as a ransom, those who decrease so you can increase, those, amen, who are not focused on spotlight, God. Raise that up. Develop that in our hearts, God. Please, Jesus, I'm calling upon you, Lord. When they look at us, amen, God, they're knowing they're going to know us as a serving body, a loving body. Help us, Lord. You hear our cry. You hear our request. And we know that this is the will of God. This is your will because your word says so, Jesus. So, Father, we know that it will be done. In Jesus' name, God. We know that it will be released in Jesus' name. And so, Father, we thank you for it in advance. We thank you, Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise in this house. Amen. I want you to know that it's done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God's going to develop it in us, and we're just going to act on it. Amen. We're going to act on it. But it starts, amen, just, we got to be looking for opportunities, looking for areas to serve. And it'll bless God and it'll bless his people. Come on, let's worship the king this morning, amen. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much, amen. Let's just worship the Lord as we get ready to dismiss here. Go ahead, brother.
to see the nations bow for all the world to know I'm living for your glory oh dear for the sake of the world fire in me light a flame in my soul for every eye to see for the sake of the world burn like a fire in me Confess 